Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Kafaro Cast. <laughs> got Frank the Tank and myself, along with a very good friend of mine, Les Welch, from the great part of northern Wisconsin, where the chickens wear underwear so the hoodows won't rape them. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, guys? Good, good. Uh, Les, you're, what are you coming into town for? There's a Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation banquet over in Grand Junction tomorrow night, and we always get in our daily hike and stop into Kafaro. Dang, I saw you guys training hard this morning. Frank and I had an injury. We both pulled a hammy. I ate too much pizza last night. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, well, I can't say uh, my fiance was planning on getting pregnant. I needed to be there because she actually went. I didn't go. She was there, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, it looked cold. Well, we came to work. Yeah, no, it wasn't too bad. Uh, yeah. Always fun. Yeah. But, so you and I have known each other for, what, probably 10 years? Well, we've not yeah. known each other, but we've t- we talked, talked back and forth yeah, yeah. on for at least that both side a little bit. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, become for, obviously good friends over time after that. And uh, you, I remember you've ran Kafaru <laughs> longer than I have. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's... What's so funny? Laid out. No, just <laughs> that, and then uh, just I never forget it. The first time we met, I ca- I called Aaron on a Tuesday and said, "What are you doing next weekend, dude?" And it's in like three days later, and he said, "I don't know why. What?" I said, uh, Thinking about flying in and maybe go backpacking. Sure. Tell me when to be there. <laughs> so, he, so he picked me up at the airport and crashed the night and headed in and got a foot of snow in there. That was when I was wearing the Voldemort camo. <laughs> What's the Voldemort camo? Cuckoo. You can't say oh, its okay. name. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, Lord. I mean, we went and repelled off cliffs and shit. That's what that camo did That's for us. That's when you long, had a longbow and shit. Longbow's on our back. Um, we did get snowed out. We were going to go shed hunting, but it pissed yeah. snow, slept in the sawtooth. Yep. And uh, Shared a sleeping bag. Negative. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> Frank. How good of friends are you guys? Well, we've been friends for so long. You were in kindergarten when that oh, happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you couldn't even damn. masturbate yet. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not true. Peach fuzz and everything. Uh, I started early. <laughs> <laughs> Never gave it up. <laughs> oh, Lord. But, yeah, the... Uh, uh, this that was in what 2011? That was in 2011. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah. May 2011. The uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so. But you, you've always so you've been hunting out west. I remember I saw a photo of you with where I was saying you've ran Kafara longer than I have a Longhorn. Yeah. It literally looked like you dressed up as a penis, a black one for Halloween, because that motherfucker was like two feet over the top of your head. I'll I'll find that picture. I got that one. That was that was Idaho in 09. The pack alone was You said it was one oh nine, one oh nine. Just the pack. That that was none of the shit that was strapped on Good stuffed Lord, in That wasn't the weapon, the optics. I remember looking at it. It was this fucking tall over the top of his head. And I remember you were like, you went in like nine miles, didn't you? Seven? We, we went in 13 hours. That's how we'll say. Yeah. Good Lord. 13 hours of hiking with that thing that day. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember thinking that fucking – I mean, and most guys from Wisconsin that I know are killers that come out. Um, you know, I mean, in your prime example, you've killed elk almost every year you've come out. Um, yeah, I've hunted 10 seasons and killed nine bulls. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you got a bull. Um, well, I should introduce your son. I forgot. I fucked that up totally. Yeah, no, that's and right. And I'm a bad influence because I'm cussing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Hunter's uh, 15. He's my son, and he's been out here for a couple of years now. Um, did the hike with us this morning, but yeah, he uh, backpacked into a wilderness here a couple of years ago, about six miles with his Kafaru and shot a nice six by six. So Yeah, muzzleloader, right? Yep, muzzleloader. Yeah. 82 yards. Hunter, were you shitting your pants? It was on the north side of where we camped there on that yeah. deep, dark shit. And uh, yeah, he shoots and the puff of smoke. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, where the hell did he go? And he's rolling down the hill. Because <laughs> he was on his knee as he shot. And just, <laughs> oh, um, Lord, that's funny. Yeah. But, yeah, you guys get after it. And you, we've hunted the same unit um, in southern Colorado a couple times. And you killed, uh, what was that, bull, 330, 340? So, yeah, um, we've we got one that's uh, 359 and then uh, 312 and – yeah. Yep. Good bulls. And I remember because I went in there with you guys for a couple days, and I'm the one that said to put in for the unit. And you called me, and you're like, "We've walked fucking everywhere 
and we haven't even heard an elk. And I'm like, well, dude, all I can tell you is go down lower because they certainly can't go any higher. And uh, you ended up basically shooting them within a mile from the road. (laughs) You said they fired off like 2,022 rounds the night before. (laughs) Yeah. Campers did. So, yeah, we, gosh, I don't even remember how many days it was. We always bring about three weeks of time with us, and it was somewhere around 10 or 12 days in. And we had a base camp set up. We headed back to base camp, and we could hear the elk bugling every night. And, yeah, the next morning we ended up killing the 359. And uh, You were supposed to shoot that, weren't you? Did Mike fuck you on that one? That was kind of uh, – I, I had to poop. <laughs> Too so, many cheese curds. Yeah, and it was uh, – so Mike was kind of doing some calling a- – you know, you know, giving me my space and, uh, man, I just literally just finished wrapping up business and wasn't even caught quite back up to him. And, uh, all of a sudden we just, we started moving and this bull had come in. The herd was just on a little shelf above us. We didn't know it. And they just got quiet and had bedded already right after daylight. And yeah, nice frontal, uh, 20 yard shot on just a massive bull for, yeah, good bull for, you know, Colorado, especially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you don't find over-the-counter tags like that very often. But, I mean, sorry, I had to make sure that wasn't for me or Frank. That area, like where you guys went in, is almost seven miles because it's the same place I go. And then you come out, and I think it, what had happened is so much pressure from the midst of the inner portion of the wilderness. Because Colorado wildernesses aren't that big. They'll push out to the road and hide in pockets, and you guys just found a That's exactly a what it was. Yeah, we— uh we broke that bull down and called it up on the GPS, and we were 528 feet from a, yeah, I don't know, we'll call it drivable because we drove the truck to it, road. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, rock crawled it back there and threw it in the back of the truck and crawled it back down to camp. And literally that night, I was out hunting, and like you'd alluded to there, there's some rednecks up there pounding off 2,000 rounds of every caliber you can imagine. And next morning, uh, 135 feet from the gut pile of the previous day, I, I killed my bull. Damn. <laughs> so 558 feet from the truck was number two after we spent 12 days humping the wilderness. and Yeah, which that's... is crazy. I mean, because um, different area, but in when I killed mine with the stick bow two years ago, you couldn't, you know, throw a rock and not hit an elk. And then we came down, killed that deer with you, went back in. A fucking exodus of elk all going away. And I think we killed the last bull on the mountain. I mean, and it was just like you had talked about, like, you know, you'd bugle where the day before, the week before, you know, four or five responses. And it's like, they're not crickets, right? I'm like, huh, well, that's not good. And uh, we knew of the one bull that we thought was still there and we went and we killed it. But a week earlier, it was loaded with elk. And I remember you telling me, or you, Mike said, this was the absolute worst hunt I've ever been on and the best hunt I've ever been <laughs> <Yes>. on. <laughs> for for 10 days or whatever it was, 10 or 11 days, it was just like pulling your hair out. It really just literally sucked. And then in 24 hours, you, you know, pack up 700 inches of antler to take back to Wisconsin. It's yeah. amazing. I mean, but that's why you do, I mean, that's why you do it for as long as you do it. It takes one day for it to change. Yeah. No. And that, I mean... Yeah, that happens. Now you killed you've killed a bunch of big whitetails too, haven't you? Good, good Wisconsin whitetails. Yeah, I don't know, Hunter. I I'm guessing the one I'll get back from Iowa this year would be fourteen or fifteen. It'll be on the wall. Yeah, all public land DIY stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we've got friend. I've got friends that live in Wisconsin. That's how. Yeah, Park Falls. Park Falls, and uh, I think they're coming out this year. I don't talk to them as much as I used to. But J- John got hit with another fucking tree, right? I don't know. What? I haven't talked to him. So when I initially met John and Jerry, uh, John Patterson and Jerry Goats, for those listening, if you know them, punch them right in the ding ding for me. But <laughs> John is, I'd guess, fifty two now 53 jerry's probably 64 5 and jerry's got a deep ass voice i mean just and uh they're they're just funny right (laughs) like jerry for example he shot that 330 plus bull with me and this is when i met jerry whitetail hunting they didn't shoot past 30 yards right and i'm whacking does at 80 in the middle of these clear cuts and they're like okay we're gonna learn to shoot right so 
Jerry, I think, has an HHA optimizer. I call in this, this cow comes through, and you can, she's looking back. She's hot. I'm like, she's prime. Get fucking ready. There's a bull coming. And the bull comes out right behind her. I can't stop it. And, I mean, I'm trying everything. I even barked at it. And he just gave me the middle finger hoof and kept going. Finally, it stops. Well, I went from a point from clicking it with a rangefinder to setting it down, picking the binos up, and that old fucker shot it. <laughs> 93 yards pinwheels it and i looked at him i was like jesus this is an old ass man right i'm like jesus christ jerry he's like when you're from wisconsin you shoot until you're out of fucking arrows (laughs) (laughs) and he laughs like that and i was like dude you hammered that thing and then john um he had missed a bull bigger a couple times and he had i told him not to use a mover a single pin and uh called in a bull to 40 had it on 20 and this is like the circle of life, right? Shit's going on everywhere. And like we're in the middle, almost like artillery. Like you almost got a duck so much shit's going on. And he just lets her rip right fucking under it. And I'm like, don't worry, don't worry. And I call back in. We move to site to 40. Walker comes into 20, screaming. Shoots right over the top of uh. it. I mean, and then came into where a herd was that next night. And, uh, and we could see the herd leaving when we watched coming in. And we walked in there and I said, hey, I'm going to do a calling sequence and we're probably going to call in a, a satellite, but he's going to come in fast because he's going to get his ass kicked because the bull that was in there was huge. And out of the blue, five minutes later, I see John pivoting. I mean, literally like some, uh, you know, one of those muzzle looter, loader like uh, World War or uh, <laughs> Civil War movies, like Last of the Mohicans with his bow. And this bull's like fucking 10 yards walking, <laughs> going by him. And he shoots and he misses. And I'm like, what? It, I mean, he had a lot of opportunities. So last night, right, we're calling uh, calling and calling and calling. And this went on for, I mean, a lot of people cold call for 20 minutes. And in my opinion, it's just not enough. I mean, usually that 30 to 40 minute mark is where I've had the best luck. Well, 45 minutes goes by and I'm like, we've piss pounded the shit out of this. Let's get the fuck out of here. And I look up and here comes a... A, a solid six by six walking right to us. And I'm like, whoa, wait, 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 get down, get down. And I, what saved me not to throw a sales pitch out that heads up decoy. I had set it up. This is when they first had come out. I set it up behind me. And um, the hat, the hat thing? No, not a be the decoy, a heads up decoy. <laughs> anyway, nothing uh, wrong with be the decoy, but I, I wasn't wearing a fucking Hellcat. I had a, <laughs> it was, it's just a head decoy. And what I do, I don't hook oh, it to my uh, bow. Yeah. Because I call solo so much, I put it behind me. Yeah. And so I did, I forgot it was back there. So this elk's coming to wind us, and we're in a, not a good spot. And it sees that head. I didn't even know it was looking at. I had it up so long, I fucking forgot. And uh, <laughs> it just sees its head snap. And I'm like, huh. And it, it, it hooks around to go to the decoy. And I'm ranging it, and I'm like, all right, 36. Wait, 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 wait. 32, it's still coming. All right, 28. And he just smokes it. Well, he hits it in the liver. And it, generally how I do it, I'm like, all right, dead bull, man, dead bull, liver. We're good, we're good, just wait. So it runs off like 80 yards and lays up. <laughs> and I'm like, we're good, dead bull, dude, congratulations. And all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> and I was like, what Oops. the fuck was that? But did it again. And I don't have like... Like that emotional part and a lot of people, it ain't in me, right? I'm like, ah, it'll die. Well, fuck, it did it again. I'm like, after a couple minutes of that, I'm like, maybe we should go <laughs> put another arrow in this thing, Jesus. But he hit it with a ram cat right uh, in the liver. And dude, ooh. that thing must have hit spleen too. I mean, but I don't know why I'm telling this story. Other than those Wisconsin guys are fucking hilarious to hunt with. But they, uh, they're they the guys that I hunted in northern Wisconsin. We went on that deer drive I told you about. Oh, yeah. I remember Patterson yelling, you know, in these deer. I'd never done a deer drive, right? A fuck fat kid, right? Outfitter camo. And then they're yelling because they push this slough or this swamp and all these deer come at me. And I mean, the whole town's there, right? And <laughs> all these deer running at me. Dude, I'm releasing arrows. I ran out of arrows. I shot so many. Jesus. It was crazy. But there's the deer population down where you're at because of the up, wolves? Up there, yeah. It's horrible. We actually quit, quit hunting up in that area. And now we're actually down towards central part of the state more. Yeah. Yeah, the wolves are horrible. Yeah. Well, it, the... Uh, Can you guys trap them there or, ki- or kill them? No. <laughs> yeah, the... Um, that's what John and Jerry say too. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I'd never really experienced 
wolves until I got up there and I'm sitting in a tree stand and this popples clear cut well the the they clear cut it and the, those deer are so cold in late season they eat the top of those popple right. trees like yep. Snickers bars right yep. so the log truck's leaving and those deer are piling yep, in exactly you know fucking deer coming right I'm like what the hell's going on and I'm in a lone wolf freezing my balls off right it's it's cold up there and, and I'm, when I say cold what negatives single oh, yeah. digits I mean and you're in a lone wolf for two hours you could fart and hear it hit the ground it's yep. cold and uh, <laughs> I'm sitting there nothing and all of a sudden. Doe comes out and a pack just comes right under me. Oh shit! And uh, you know, immediately me being me, I'm thinking I'm gonna fucking shoot one. Well, I hear you, Jerry, because he can see me. I'm fucking shooting. Jerry's yell, "Don't shoot!" Because <laughs> he knows what I. I didn't know you couldn't shoot. I figured it was like yeah. a coyote, right? There's so many of them. Well, yeah, yeah. you guys can't hunt them. No, nope. and I didn't shoot. Everybody listening, I did not shoot. <laughs> <laughs> that the last year we hunted up there. Hard was 2011, and the buck I killed was the first deer I seen in 59 hours. Oh, Lord. But I had seen six wolves yeah. in the same time frame. Holy shit. Yeah, Jerry yeah. sent me – well, he used to – we don't talk as much, but um, – and John both game camera yeah. know, photos with oh, lots yeah. of wolves. But yeah. And they were – there's a paper mill up there. Yeah. So, but you you got a bigger city of industry. You're in a bigger town where you're at. Yeah, where, yeah, where we live is. Yep. Yeah. yeah what, now, what do you bigger. do up there? Um, have you heard of Presto, like the pizzazz or deep fryers or griddles? Yeah. yeah. So I work at the corporate office there in Eau Claire and, um, that's what pays the bills. But coming out here with, you know, Sitka, Kafaru, Heads Up, Iron Wheel, all that stuff is the fun, the fun work we do. So. Yeah. We, um, Bill, we just saw Bill two weeks ago. Yeah. At the CBA, CBA yeah. Ba- oh, yeah. banquet. Yeah. How'd that go? Good. I, I mean, I don't, I spoke with Trevin and. These guys sat in the booth, and then we actually got out of there early. We had to take Kaylee to the airport, and uh, I didn't end up staying for the actual the dinner or whatever. But it was good. I mean, sure, yeah. I watched Bill. He he has he has OCD. What did he spend forty five minutes trying to put that sign up? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> switched booths. Yeah, yeah. He's funny, cool dude. Yeah, Bill's awesome. He's great. But yeah, something I guess it's not a bad thing in a designer. Mm-hmm. No, he's got attention to detail like no other. I can only imagine. I'm sure his toilet paper is folded and his toothpaste is rolled <laughs> up. And yeah, I'm sure he's pretty dress right dress. But yeah, that same um, Wisconsin guys. While you're on, even though you're on, and I'm talking about those, the other son came out. Uh, Jerry's Daniel, his other kid, and we hunted and. I, I called so much for him. I started playing uh, Angry Birds, right? <laughs> and I'm back there two hours, right? Because I was like, look, we might as well. The wind's right here. I don't want to push into a bedding area. Let's just plant here. And I was like, sooner or later, I'll just mildly call and uh, something will probably wander in. Half full of shit, right? I'm like, I just don't want to blow any elk out. And once like the time gets right, we'll push in. So I'm over there, you know, flinging fucking birds at pigs, right? And two hours, right, of calling. I got a diaphragm in just, you know, every now and then, just mild calf and cow talk. Like almost two hours on the dot, I get a whiff of elk dick. And I'm yeah. like, well, that's close. <laughs> and I look to the left and he's at full draw. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> whack. It's in the liver, stomach. And I mean, he's, and Daniel's fucking big, right? Daniel's, I don't know, 6'4", 265, Jesus. right? Jesus. And uh, I could, he's just unleashing the beast on this elk. And this is for three and a half, four and a half year old bull, you know, probably a 290 bull, biggest bodied bull I'd seen. And he's just dropping bombs. And, and I get up to him. He's <laughs> By the time I get there, and I'm only 40 yards back, he's only got like fucking one arrow left. I'm like, oh, wait, wait. And I'm like, what? What? He's like, what? And I'm like, I'm not sure any of those have killed it. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> so we sneak in and he puts another one in it. But I guess when I'm leaning up to I've never met a guy from Wisconsin that wasn't a kick, like just super fun to, to hunt with. And he actually works for that company. They drill uh, caissons. So they drill instead of pouring them. Sure. They drill them into the ground. So he travels all over. Um, quite a bit, but are you guys, you're, you've got quite a bit of points here, but you put in for multiple states, don't you? Pretty much everything. The only thing I'm not is like Oregon or, you know. You don't want to put in for Oregon anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But otherwise, yeah. Yeah. So hunted in Mexico last year and Colorado, uh, this year we'll be in Wyoming for sure. And then whether it's 
Yeah, just depends how the draws finish out here. You might swing down here if you get enough time, though, yep, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep, Colorado's always in the back pocket because we, you know, we know it, have learned it so good. So yeah, it's we we ended up hunting the same over the counter unit in another area, which is another one of those areas that it's either feast or famine. It seems like because you went in one year where I think I was sucking it, and you guys just crushed it, or vice versa, maybe. But there's certain yep. years it's good in that area, and there's other years it is not good. Yeah, um, it's it is. It's really. Exactly. Feast or famine is a good way to put it. Last year was famine. It was Hunter and I were in there and God, we seen we seen one bull in five days, which is what we take him out of school for. And yeah. And it was it was tough. The year before, Jesus, we had killed two bulls in three days and had eight opportunities. Yeah. Now, not to get off the subject of that, but you used to be a you're a reformed fatty you're like me yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly right because well, you run and that's coming up august 26 2008 i stepped on the scale at you know 239.2 and um sitting at about 175 now so. and you're like a wisconsin forrest gump now um you <laughs> right. run, you know, used to be <laughs> running's overrated now yeah but but yeah no a lot of biking and a lot of swimming now and um, a lot of pack hikes is where i get my cardio now yeah yeah you had some knee problems didn't you um, yeah, four knee surgeries, and now both hips are at replacement level. So, other than that, they call them lucky. Jeez, right. <laughs> right. if it was raining pussy, you'd get hit dead with a dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of where it's been lately. <laughs> you you bent over, you snapped your ACL picking up a basketball, didn't you? Uh, that was a meniscus. Yes, oh, you got a good, good memory, God, man. man. That's God, terrible. that's been a long time. Dude, this is what I remember: the IT band, because Frank's going through it. Oh, so Jesus, my IT band issue. Solo, six miles in, uphill the whole way. It, I thought I just twisted. You know, when you're have never, when you're young, you you just think you're invincible, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Never had a, never taken ibuprofen, fucking nothing. Never had really a problem. And I'm coming. Actually, I ran into Kip Fowler in this unit hiking out. My knee is just like a knife stabbed me. Yes, yeah. that'll go away. Didn't think about it. So the next weekend, opening season starts uphill the whole way. IT band doesn't hurt going uphill. Yeah, I get up there, and you've been in that area too. I drop down the ski slope. I fucking like piss is dripping out the tip. Right, <laughs> I, it hurts. Well, I'm laying in the tent. Elk are in front of me. Thought about shooting one the day before season, but I didn't because they're <laughs> bulls right in front of the fucking tent night before season. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. So. I'm laying in the tent all night. I can't lift my right leg over my left one. Right, oh, I can't roll over. It hurts God. that bad. Yeah. And of course, I'm pondering. I'm 28, 30, whatever. Pondering life. What the hell's going on? <laughs> my fucking out washed up. Right. What's you know all it's so low and I'm not gonna be able to hunt tomorrow. Bugles all night long. What do I do? Duct tape that fucker straight. Right. No problem. <laughs> so I'm wrapping duct tape around my knee so I can't move it, and I'm hobbling my ass down. And I shoot a cow, miss a bull, and I might have sh shot a – either way, I killed some shit, but my knee is f bad. So I come out. I run into a mountaineering guy that converted into a backpack hunter, and he tells me what's wrong with me. He's like, oh, same thing I did with you guys. It's your IT, man. R roll it. Take some ibuprofen, whatever. So I did the same thing with you. He did to me. I literally shit myself. The first time that that foam roller went down uh, the IT band. Did you use your water bottle? Yeah, I thought yeah. somebody was stabbing me with a dagger yeah, right in the middle. Yeah, that bitch hurts. Oh, and you did the same thing. It, it, it's the worst. I mean, <laughs> when we got to the uh, house. Yeah, he rolled. And he was, <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he was at an exorcism. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> he was making. <laughs> he was <laughs> making all kinds of. You, you can't a, make that pain up. Did you get that? You got that fixed though, didn't it's you? It's been really good. I, I've. This is live, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do some yoga. <laughs> but man, it, I, I don't know. I'll take it over. I don't have any issues anymore. I mean, yeah, it's it's the worst. I mean, it's just debilitating. Yeah. Well, you you, but you like right now with the the knees are good and the hips are starting to bug you. Um, left knee has twenty percent of its cartilage. Everything is pretty much gone. The right one is pretty good. Uh, left. Left hip, he told me to replace um, two years ago, and the right one, he said I'd have about you know one to two years more. Yeah, but it's just I just deal with it right now. I yeah. can still, I mean, I can still get up the you know the hill this morning with with the weight, and until I can't deal with it, we'll 
hip replacements are pretty serious, right? That's like a big deal. Yeah, you know, it, it is, but they've come so far. Um, they have you on a spin bike in two days. Just Oh, really? No tension. They have you walking the next day. Um, apparently, if I have the surgery done in February, I'll be back in the mountains in September. No kidding. So, but it's it's still doable. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah, I used to run a lot and uh, kind of gave that up because of the injuries and the, the pain and just do a lot of biking now and a lot of pack hiking and swimming and good stuff. And it's um, for the most part, or how much ibuprofen are you popping each day? Um, on a daily basis, zero. Um, on real bad workouts, you know, I'll do three-ish. But that's usually one to two times a week. I mean, that pack hike this morning, it's, it's a little painful. It's painful yeah. now. but Gotcha. Age is a bitch, Frank. It'll yeah. catch up to you. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. to catch up to you now. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> he was well, talking about my gray hair the other day. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, I, if you don't know, uh, you got a shitload of gray hair. I'm like, yeah, thanks, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I'm, I'm 41. I don't have any, no gray hair at all. But the uh, age is catching up. Like, I can yeah. still feel fast up the mountain, but my arms are no leg problems. My arms are a problem. My elbows from oh, yeah. when I, I think it was just from curling so much and doing dumb shit when I was juicing. But yeah, sure. yeah, it's bad. But out of all those hunts, though, um, what do you think's the most? I hate to be. This is so. What? What's the word? Uh, cliche? Maybe what? Uh, what's the? What's your favorite hunt? What's what? <laughs> which one did you like the most out of all those? Was it that first one where you had a you know pack that was three feet taller? Oh than you? man, that that we're heading to Sam's house. Has he's been my best friend since literally since I was ten years old. He moved to Georgetown here about four or five years ago, so that's where we're headed this afternoon. If I say that was the funnest hunt we ever had, he'll probably kill me because I think that was the last time we really ever hunted elk together. <laughs> said, fuck you, Welch. <laughs> <laughs> After 13 hours of humping packs around, he didn't want to see um, that shit for a bit. But, <laughs> so, you know, they're all, they all have their things. That one was really good, a learning experience. I killed a, a bull the first night we hunted there. Um, they're generally not, uh, they're not too pressured 13 miles in. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. I, the funnest hunt I've ever had had been the one with Hunter, definitely, when I got to watch him shoot his bull. Um, Who was more nervous, you or him? I don't know. <laughs> After the shot him, I thought he missed it, but I know the way the kid shoots, so I didn't think he did, but I was pretty sure he did. And then that was a long deal. You know, we put six hours into We thought he missed it, and we were kind of looking in the wrong spot, and it made a button hook. We, You know, we thought it went whatever way and it went this way and shit it only went 80 yards and laid there dead but it took us eight hours to find it and you yeah know, we crawled up and down the mountain of emotions about four times that <laughs> day so yeah but no we've, we've had some you know i hunt with mike a lot we've had some good hunts and, and just all the people you know it's always fun to, to to meet new people but you know i'm very particular with who i'll hunt with um it's hard Which to is crazy. I'm not a fan of Mike. I'm not going to lie. Mike, if you're listening. Um, so Mike, <laughs> well, i give you an idea. I would say Mike is, if you put coal in Mike's ass, it'd pop out a diamond. Would you <laughs> Would you agree with that, Mike? Uh, he's... <laughs> That's I would, a yes if he know, has an answer. I yet. won't say lucky because I hate that word when people use it against yourself or myself or you know whoever he's very good at what he does and he makes it happen and he's he's a hell of a persistent guy um there's days where i'm like fuck this shit i'm no <laughs> I, uh, 2015 was the prime example 2015 was one of the years that i did not like yeah. we went to montana and we just we generally we always diy always public land always almost always backpack in and almost always google earth um yeah we picked montana and it suck donkey balls after four days of snow every day not seeing an elk track anywhere not hearing a bugle i come back to camp and i packed up shit yeah mike had already went out to the truck to bring in food for seven more days that morning <laughs> <laughs> and he comes packing in and i got camp packed up and i said uh, dude now i'm done yeah he's like what I'm like no four days i said i'm fucking going to colorado i said it's it's 12 13 hour drive but i said we'll go kill elk and Man, he, he's got the positive attitude like that. I'm just like, nope, I'm over it. Let's, <laughs> let's go find something. You know, I'm not on a camping trip. I want to kill something. Yeah. So. Did you guys get one? Oh, man. Literally, we, uh, 
got down to the trailhead there and we packed in our six miles and set up camp and we we generally will split up and head in, in different directions in montana in a different area colorado no we came down here yeah yep and uh yeah we got in set up camp and i said i know right where i'm going and within two hours i had passed up two bulls and three or four cows and yeah <laughs> it was freaking awesome 65 degrees and back there it was <laughs> 12 <laughs> degrees and snow and rain and shit for yeah well i think that's important for listeners is that one of the things that you know, as I would say with you guys and knowing you and Mike, and I don't have anything against Mike. I just like to give him shit because he's how he, Mike is, how he is. But he sent like a scathing email here once. It pissed me off. I'm not going to lie. Um, he saved that email in, in your response and he's got it. And he, 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 he's actually emailed him. He goes, I was kind of a dick. <laughs> oh, he was a t- if he did that to Dana, that'd be bad. Like, cause you know, like. He wanted his frame. Right. Right. And he, he dropped my name and they asked me, I'm like, because I just knew him as Cheesehead. Right. Oh, I remember yeah. this. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, honestly, it's, it's, yeah. Frank wasn't working here. No. There's a list of people of, of examples. Mike's one of them of how to handle, um, you know, specific issues. One is name dropping me. And then two is. Oh, so I shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you <laughs> guys it. have to. You won't get your shit. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> but he basically had, uh, you know, just he needed his frame, which yeah. was totally understandable. But we were so backed up trying to get these frames I th- I out of the I think it door. was for that, actually, that Montana hunt, actually. And uh, he basically was like, I'll cancel my order or whatever. And I was like, all right, tell him to cancel it. Like, we're doing our best. It's I can't shovel Mike in front of everyone else. Like, we're getting him out as soon as we can. And I thought, you know, for a guy that I've... I feel have helped, have helped right. you guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking dick move. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you guys can get it done on your own, but I was pretty open with advice yeah, if you guys absolutely, ask. absolutely, always. But um, that, yeah, that was funny. And that's the only reason why Mike's a cool guy. Um, and I, but you guys, leading up to what I was saying, persistence, right? Like, yeah. And you guys don't hunt stupid um, either. You, like, you make very conscious decisions. You don't hunt with bad wind, and you guys right, get after it. And one thing I can guarantee, if you went into a unit and you guys didn't kill elk, there's pretty good chance fucking elk aren't in that unit because right. you guys put a lot of miles on the ground to find them, um, which was funny because the one unit, you put so many miles on the ground, you pushed them all down to the road. Which was- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, you know, I— Back to the hunting partner thing, it's a very particular person, and as you guys both know, that that a person can hunt with, and we just we we hunt well together. If he says a, I know what he's doing. Yeah, I, I mean, if he makes a move, or if I make a move, we know how to react. Uh, and we hunt solo, even when we're camping together. You know, we'll do our own thing, but we also hunt together. So that the right person is very particular. Um, putting on a lot of miles, like you said. I mean, this year I was solo in New Mexico, Southwest New Mexico. I put on 158 miles in eight days. Um, I had four broke or three broken ribs for the last four days that I hunted. Did you they, fall? They got caught in a windstorm out. It was in 16B, so yeah. it's, it's all a big burn. Um, yeah, I got caught in a windstorm and got tripped up, and just a limb penetrated in between my third and fourth ribs, and then broke. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> nothing, nothing yeah, major. I just got stabbed <laughs> by a branch. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, it was. A little, it was. There's no cell phone service or nothing yeah. in there, but I had uh, the in reach, so I was I was okay. It was. Hard to get up and down out of the tent was the hardest thing of the the, the, the day um, with the pack on. And actually, even once I killed my bull and started the pack out, um, once I could get it off the ground, the broken ribs are fine. But yeah, but yeah, it's a lot of ground. You know, 158 miles in eight days, and it's always smart hunting. Exactly like you said, we it, it really bothers me to push elk. Yeah, there, I mean, I'm sure there's times where I'm not aggressive enough, but when we have 17 to 20 days set aside we can usually make it happen yeah well and i mean like hunting partners for example like like brian i can hang out with brian in town every day absolutely hunting (laughs) not so much and i mean it's the same way with him um i'm sure he's ready to kill me as fast as i'm ready to kill him the part of the thing is too is like that's a very long period of time yeah you know hunting together with someone um and i try to stress this to people it's hard to I, – I do not suggest to meet someone on a forum and go <laughs> hunting with them because, you know, there's the moral compass issue, right? Like far right. shots, frontal shots, whatever, right? And then there's also the, the, the grit issue. Like like oh, yeah. with, with Frank, um, not to pump his tires, it could be like 100-mile-an-hour winds with a blizzard, and I'd be like, hey, Frank – 
if we cross this next ridge and Frank would be like, oh, let me grab my hat, right? right? Nothing right? where other guys are talking everything they can, every excuse in the world to go back. Um, that can be another, you know, issue. And then there's also the when do you like you guys go to Colorado? Right. You need to have the common sense factor or or just pull out and go to another spot. Right. Like some people are pretty hard headed, like, nope, we're going to stay here. There's elk here. And sometimes they're not. And that can become a huge a huge um it's a disadvantage yeah oh yeah they have a huge disadvantage of being too hard headed to stay and then you got the other grass is greener guys want to leave constantly so yeah finding a a a good hunting partner is is difficult and especially to the that where you click like on camp chores all that stuff or whatever is another one you know you get a guy that's lazy as shit that's another you know another problem so yeah, yeah can be anyway yeah, a lot of variables, uh, especially when you're traveling 1,500 miles too. You packed your buck out all the way because your buddies <laughs> wanted to stay and hunt. And they, they came they out. They packed out like two hours later. Yeah, <laughs> instead of helping them. Fuck sticks. Oh, <laughs> and they're like nine miles in. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, but, but what um you've killed, you just killed a big-ass bear too, didn't you? Um, yeah, him and I were both in Manitoba this last spring. Um, he actually shot the first bear ever killed with an ironwall head. Oh, nice. no kidding. That's yep. cool. Yep. So yeah, his was, uh, his was pretty interesting. Had, uh, a nice little Native American bracelet left on his front paw. He, oh. he, uh, they do a lot of snaring up there mm. for wolves and stuff and tend to not retrieve them all or, you know, find them all. And this, the bear he killed ended up getting stuck in one and actually just wrung it off. So what was a six foot snare was two inches. Yeah. Just a huge ball. And it actually, the entire wrist was gone on the bear he shot. And we got it on a film. Um, It was really neat. Um, Yeah. Good trip. So we both killed really nice bears up there and it was a good fall. Killed that big bull in um, Southwest New Mexico and then drew an Iowa tag and killed a 165 inch, uh, buck down there on some public yeah. land so yeah and you should you shoot a matthews don't you yeah new triax should be showing up on the doorstep today so that's Dang. cool levi morgan would be proud right <laughs> right <laughs> oh yep. lord the uh and then you're shooting what's your what is your setup because i know you shoot iron wheels what are you shooting for arrows and everything else fmjs yeah yep yep so uh all right we need a little more detail 400 Rest, sights 400 27 <laughs> inch um spot hogs I'm just shooting a fast eddy right now. Uh, rest is the QAD, but that that's I might that's something maybe you guys want to touch on. I'm thinking about maybe changing that up, and then uh, stand blackjack. Um, switched to the, the back tensioner hinge this last year. Target panic issues and yeah. did the hinge help? It did a ton. Yeah, it, it made shooting fun again. I actually gave up shooting for ten years, other than just to go out and kill something. If if something walks in front of me, I have zero problems. I, yeah, it's just ice to kill it, but. Man, stick a 3D target out there and fuck, you think it's got 300-inch whitetail horns. I'm just (laughs) shaking like a... Oh, we're going to have to edit that. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the words we can't say because I get so much hate mail from uh back on track. The uh, So that's good that the the hinge helped. Frank's been shooting a hinge quite a bit. Yeah. I put on my trad but i put a clicker which is kind of okay. the same principle yeah. they call it, call it a psycho trigger but it's more of a draw check for me i don't have target panic issues um thank god but um it helped i mean it definitely it tightens you up with yeah. whatever issues yeah. you're having so yeah and it's just all mental i mean it's the, that's oh, the horrible yeah. part what's so funny frank no nothing just those comments on that video <laughs> which video are you using oh. a clicker on your hinge <laughs> yeah yeah I was thinking about taking the clicker off or flipping it to the smooth side and trying that out for a while. I th- I was thinking the same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because every once in a while, I like the click, but sometimes it like fucks you up a it little. It does. So. Now I'm starting to anticipate that. Yeah. Yep. So I'd rather just, I'm going to just, I'm going to play around with it, but Which yeah. one are you shooting again? Stan, uh, Stan, or sorry, Scott Anchor, two finger. Okay. Yeah. I like that thing. Aaron just gave me a, a, a two smooth. I like the weight of the, uh, of the anchor. I don't know. I okay. guess everybody's different, but. Right. Yeah, I got to try some different ones out. Well, they're so. not cheap, that's for I sure. I know, that's the worst part. Jeepers. <laughs> I inherited three from Aaron, and I had nice. one of my own. Four. So No, I had one of my own. Well, this guy asked, does it, does, uh, would you attribute your performance to the bow, or have you refined your recurve technique? Does the bow, does a great bow make you a better archer? 
I mean, I don't, for me, it's really the bow that fits you makes you. Yeah. yeah. For the trad life. Well, I think for compound as well, there's certain bows that I pick up that I just, I can shoot all bows good. Yeah. But I shoot some bows better. And it may be on a 20 target 3D course, maybe four points, you know, maybe the difference of being an eighth out of a couple 12s or whatever. And I think that um, certain bows just naturally fit you better than others. But Frank, why don't you talk about your video this morning while I'm replying to this? I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Oh, should I talk about it? I, I just would. we just made a, a video of my uh I said I had a, a pair of custom was made and I wrote a little some stuff on them with a permanent marker. <laughs> 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 well, yeah. the, what it is is uh Brian just went over to uh yeah, to the to the Soleil or the, the Crispy factory and uh had about 900 Instagram stories. And uh, about, you know, the factory, which what it didn't, well, you know, nothing against that, but we were talking, Frank just got some new Stalewis when we were hiking. He goes, I hate to, because we did that podcast about the best. And he goes, I hate to say the best, but these are the best boots I've ever had. And I'm like, maybe they'll make you some custom Stalewa, like Tort Life Stalewas. And then we started talking about putting a Nike swoosh that says just give her instead <laughs> yeah. of just do, do it. it. Yeah. And then so Frank drew burritos with wings <laughs> and it's the Tort Life Salewa edition. And so you did a video this morning that he just got back from from Europe. And I think people need to know our sense of humor because uh, there's no hate meant by that, but we crack jokes on everything, right? Absolutely. Including ourselves. Um, Life is too short not to. Yeah, exactly. Shit. So I, I, and I can tell like, cause I get guys that crack jokes on me, which I'm all about um, on uh, social media, which I mean, I wouldn't know what to do if people weren't making fun of me, right? right. I make yeah. fun of myself. But <laughs> when it's true hate, yeah, I'll get a little riled up. But when right. it's cracking jokes, which I thought that was pretty damn funny. The burrito yeah. with wings is classic. Um <laughs> The uh, I thought it was pretty funny myself. I don't know. I'm sure I'll get a phone call from Brian if he didn't think it was funny, but I thought it was pretty good. Oh, so it's already been posted. Yeah, it's but the, it could yeah. be – at one point in time, Brian posted a photo about he wasn't going to do cardio for a while. He was going to do CrossFit, and he was lifting a, a Atlas stone, right? Yeah, yeah. So what Frank did is he – Recreate it to where it was Frank's balls. Yeah, and oh, Frank yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember that. That was hilarious. But I, I, we didn't mean anything, or Frank didn't mean anything. But I didn't know you did it until you posted it. But I lost my shit when I saw it, you know. But and Brian's got a good sense of humor, so I don't think it bugs him. But I think the boot one definitely uh, outweighed the hairy ball stones. <laughs> is the boot one up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I, I was just, I just saw, how many comments oh, is there? I don't know, like fifteen or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, well, you've got the awesome. same sense of humor, yeah. which is which oh, is yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Probably dirtier, actually. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he sent me some pictures. I'm like, what the fuck, left? God damn it! The one of uh, Homer. Beef. <laughs> what was the Simpson one? Uh, the one where the chicks, you know, and it's uh, looks like uh, not Bart Simpson, but yeah. his dad. Yeah, yeah or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. You're about to pull it up. This one's not video, thank God. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Well, I'll be crying if I look at that again. <laughs> oh, I thought we were sitting there watching TV and that popped up and Amy was laughing harder than I was. Oh, Lord. Oh, sorry, Amy. Yeah. Oh, she's got a sense of humor. Yeah, no, she's she's definitely a different. Well, like, I've never been a strip club guy. Yeah. She's been to them a bunch. I've never been to one. She was making fun of me about that, but. Oh, shit. I've never been to one either. Well, they don't have them in Pueblo. Oh, fuck yeah, they do. The dude. donkey gets tired. <laughs> they got full-on donkey show. <laughs> like Boys Town. Oh, oh, Lord. Well, on that note, we should probably wrap this up before we get in too much more trouble. You guys got any parting notes? Yeah, that one's crazy. <laughs> good lordy. Bacon one. strips hanging. Oh, good job, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All righty. Well, uh, good. Well, you, yeah, I mean, either. Well, we'll talk a bunch, but definitely yeah, good yeah. luck this season. Um, we yeah, got to get one sure. of the new frames to try out, too, here. Yeah, that review will be coming up on Rock. Uh, I think they put it on a schedule mid January or uh, June. So good, good. Yeah, we'll need that much time to get it to you. We've gotten kind of overwhelming amount of orders and we put pre-order on it. It's just sure. a different way of saying we have a really long lead time. Back in the day, people noticed we had 12, 16 week lead times when right. you ordered something. Right. Well, this, we wanted to let everybody know that these were coming because if we didn't, 
and we waited until they were in stock, everybody would be pissed that ordered normal frames. Right. So we wanted they, for them to know the option. So we could have just said, hey, these are available, and it's a, but we said pre-order, and we didn't know exactly when they were going to ship, so we just changed the verbiage. It wasn't like this is a sale. That's just the price of them. Um, but, yeah, it's gone overwhelmingly well, so hopefully we get them shipping soon or everybody's going to stab each other in the eyeball here. We have a pile of pre-orders, so. Yeah. No, I was talking to Corey and Dana this morning, and they said it's been pretty off the charts, so. Yeah, no, it's been it's been good. I talk about this a lot, and it's I see it with you guys and Sitka the same. The evolution from basically the same time frame, 2009, 2010, to now is, it's, it's there's nothing else comparable to it. It's, yeah, it's amazing to see how it's changed. Well, there was a Brinker was laughing. There was a post on uh, the Mule Deer Hunter page, yeah. and it was what's the best pack, and and uh, it was like 190 Kafaru votes to 70 Stone Glacier and Kuyu, or what, I don't know what it was, yeah. but and uh, you know, I th- I think what it boils down to, I guess, is getting the word out. Right? We always had great stuff. Patrick was always great designer. People just oh, yeah, didn't absolutely. know about it. Right. And the thing is now, um, now we're not going to cater to the the Christian Mormon communities quite so much because we've dropped probably forty five f bombs just on this podcast <laughs> alone. But um, we don't. What you see with what Frank and I do is, well, as you know, that's what you get, right? There's no like last night we're doing cardio and uh, I'm hiking up and I'm I'm like. We decided to go with 65 pounds tonight, and I really want to eat a fucking cookie, right? And then I film back to Frank, and you're sucking ass, and then you get to the top, and you're like, I'm fucking fat. That's how we are constantly, right? There's no fakeness, right? right. We're not talking about conservation to gain social media following, right? We're right. not talking about certain things to gain likes. It is what it is, and that's how we are. And I think – well, Rogan talked to me about it. He said that he sees every pod. He goes, I guarantee every hunting podcast will be copying what you guys do, kind of the non-sponsor driven. I mean, don't get me wrong. Toyota rolls up. We're taking a fucking getting money, that new right? Yeah. Pro. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, 20s. <laughs> the spinners. And, uh, right. you know, or let's say, for example, Prime. You like Prime. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a company we already believe in or whatever, but That's we're it. not taking – we take shit tons of free gear. But we're – I mean, like right now I'm wearing an Arcteryx – Naga hoodie. Yesterday I had Sitka, but I had a core heavyweight core crew hoodie. Swazi vest or something. Swazi shit. vest. You have a first light on right now, a Halstead fleet or a Halstead top. Yeah, I mean, we're just going to wear whatever, right? And and Sitka, uh, I can't say Sitka is a core company, but their marketing companies likes it. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're like, hey, at least people know you're not lying when you say what to buy, right? right. Um, which... There's nothing wrong with taking money for. I mean, you got to make a living, but right. you know the authentic section of that is kind of out the window. Like it's easy for you. You've worn Sitka since Christ was a kid, right? right. You've worn Sitka forever, um, so you truly believe like Sitka. Well, and, and that's just it. And that's what you know. That's why people appreciate the podcast. That's why people. If you're gonna put out a bunch of fake shit, it ain't gonna work. Yeah, you can you can only hide behind so many non-truths before people catch on. I've used Sitka since day one. I've used Kafaro since day one. He used Matthews since, used since forever. Matthews since the day they, <laughs> since the day those doors opened, I've shot Matthews. Yeah, I got nothing against Hoyt. Yeah. Matthews is an hour away from my house. They've been good to me. Um, I don't know the guys at Hoyt. I shot Hoyt in there for a couple years while I had a Matthews. Um, most of the gear out here now works. Yeah, yeah. But like you're saying, you know, as you know, none of us against at the table are against conservation. Yeah. But the shit you put on social media is real. It's not. It's not driven for likes. It's not driven for anything else. It's dude. I saw this video the other day of a. I won't say who it was, but they. It was like a repost, and it was a fucking hog and a piglet standing in front of the hog, and somebody fucking two for one did shot the piglet in the head and killed the hog behind it, and the first fucking thing on their post was hashtag conservation. <laughs> I was like, How the fuck is this conservation? Oh lord. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that. Um, we talk about it all the time. Like, I mean, I'm kind of a mid-road video guy where you get the adventure and the story and the kill shot. Frankie's a kill reel dude, um, mostly because you're living the story, so you don't need to watch it, you know, living vicariously through others. But, I mean, we talked about the other day, I like putting animals on the ground, right? Absolutely. I'm not going to fuck church that shit up. I like shooting out. I like eating them, right? Yep. I, 
Now, as you guys know, I leave the horns in the tree most of the time. I don't bury a trophy in my house, and there's nothing against having a pile of them. It's just never been my thing. I, I'm not right. saying it's not like I've, I, I'm not saying if there's a doe and a 170 inch buck, I'm gonna go and let that buck live. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Shoot the shit out of the buck. I'll probably shoot both if I got two tags. But that's just how we are in general. Like Frank grows down to Alabama. I'm like, dude, you're gonna shoot a big buck. He's like, I'll just shoot does, man. I don't give a shit. I just want to shoot a bunch of does. <laughs> yeah. Where you get a lot of people that will uh, wax and wane through depending upon who they're around, where they're at what they're doing, where, and that, you know, if that's their cup of tea, that's fine. I just think, you know, it's a bit more organic, even though it may not be the organic nature people want to hear. Um, it, it, it is, it is what it is. And, and that's one of the reasons that you've, I've always liked you is you've always been, I've never known you change, like where the fucking compass point North and South. And that's how it's always been where, other people, not so much shit has changed. Like I've asked you questions like, dude, I don't fucking know. I, it's hard for some people to say, I don't know, right? And right. there's other things I've asked you where I'm like, I better listen because Wes is talking. So you know what I mean? And I think you probably see that as much as yeah. I- anything. You well, know? and that's, that's what I appreciate out of someone. So, you know, why not return that, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's very few people. I, I think I sent you a video probably in the last six months or so of my basement with my stuff. I got them in there for me to look at, for Hunter to look at, for whoever. 99.9% of the people who know me do not know what's in my basement. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and there's some big shit in your basement. You know, it's there's also a guy with a ball in his mouth. No, sick <laughs> <laughs> <Set> fucker. <laughs> Go get the gimp. <laughs> oh lord, yeah, man, it puts the lotion on the skin. <laughs> All right, we really should go this time. Yeah, that's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks, thanks for tuning in. This is brought to you by uh, Wisconsin Cheese Curds. Oh, wait. Salewa Boots. Let me put the song back on. Give me a second. In Copenhagen, which I was trying to quit. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs>